Hello, everybody. This is your girl Shauna with Love Nation and How I Love Me series podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And I've been so busy with celebrating. Oh my goodness. So I just want to start off with you with just saying celebrate life, celebrate in every single way that you possibly can. Um, God gave us life. He gave us breath. He gave us another day. And so in that, find the celebration. It says celebrate in all things. So find the special things that you can celebrate in. And just another day is is more than enough to celebrate. So today's podcast, we're going to get right into it. It's about your friends. Like, let's talk about um, the spring. It's it's spring season now. It's April. You have a lot of um, the trees are changing. The flowers are blossoming. The birds are chirping different. The beauty of spring is here. Also, the agony of it with the allergies. Oh my gosh. But anyhow, um, it's still a, a changing season. And um, so let's let's encourage each other with uh, springing forth into your destiny. And sometimes when you want to spring forth into your destiny, um, there's some things that you got to let go. There's a pruning season that has to happen. If you drive around, you might see a lot of people's um, in their yards, if they have trees, that they have cut them down. Um, that they have cut off the dead branches and the dead leaves and cut them down midway. And um, this is so the tree can have a chance to just grow um, to its full potential in the new season. And so in our lives, we need to do the same thing. There's some things and people that we need to think about that are toxic in our lives and and how we can uh, uh, recognize those toxic things and have the boldness and courageous uh, motives and ambition to cut them off. You know, sometimes um, if we struggle with insecurities, we tend to hold on to those toxic people and those toxic things, such as, you know, a person that may overeat um, in their stress and downtime, they, they may overeat, and we know that that's not a healthy um, way of living, but, you know, it's a, it's a toxic way of living, and a lot of people do that, you know? Um, so, but let's, let's talk about friendships. Friendships, we just got finished celebrating Easter. Some people call it Easter. I like to call it Resurrection Sunday. We just got finished celebrating that yesterday, so there goes another celebration. Um, my family and I did things a little different this year, still with COVID um, being a huge issue. Um, we did not go into our church building. You know, um, we've still been watching church online and and getting a hold of the Holy Spirit in our homes and worshiping uh, freely. And um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, however, um, this year I just wanted to do things differently. I didn't want to, you know, do the same tradition that we always been doing. But one thing that I did get to do was just have my moment with God and uh, worship him. I mean, 
you know, those crying, belting out moments where it's just you and God and he's revealing so much to you. And um, I encourage you to have those moments where you just sit in his presence and you listen to what he has to tell you, what he shows you. And um, bring before him your friends, bring before him your family and what's toxic in your life and what you need to get rid of. And I promise you, he will reveal those things to you instantly. Um, if not instantly, then it will definitely be one by one because he knows what you can handle. So if it's one by one, you need to start attacking those things one by one with his strength and with his power and with his guidance. So when I think about the, you know, resurrection story, a lot of people want to, you know, we'll talk about, you know, Jesus dying on the cross. There was a process before he died on the cross. There was a supper. There was a betrayal. There was um, him being locked up. There was all of these different things um, that happened prior to him dying on the cross, conquering death, hell, and the grave, and rising with all power in his hands. So we're going to get there. But let's look at the friend jo uh, Judas. Oh, my goodness. Everybody... Uh, can knows about the story of Judas, his position, and different things like that. But I, I think that sometimes we don't necessarily think of the Judas person in our lives. And true, truth be told, there might be a lot of Judases in your life. Um, let's look at the Judas character for a moment. Um, he was considered one of the disciples, but he had a jealous spirit. He would talk behind. Uh, the Lord's back. He would talk behind Jesus' back. He um, tried to get people on his side and to see his view of things. But he would smile in Jesus' face. He betrayed Jesus for a couple of cents, for a couple of dollars. Like, he was the one who sold him out to the Pharisees. He was the one who listened to Satan's voice. He was the one that Jesus already knew. You are the one that will betray me. When he was sitting at the Last Supper, he said, there is someone here that will betray me. And all of them are like, no, not me. We love you. We love you. We love you. But Jesus already knew. And um, sometimes I feel like if we're walking in the spirit and we we are uh, have a discernment that, that is given by God, we know who those people are in our lives. So the Judas spirit is... Um, you know, that one that spreads gossip, that one that will hate on you, hate on your accomplishments, never encourage you, never support you, um, will talk behind your back and smile on your face. Like we've all had those type of people in our lives. We'll sell you out. Come on now. If that ain't, if that <laughs> That's exactly what Judas did. He sold him out, you know. Um, and, and also we'll try to take your position. We'll try to take your position. Um, I'm going to tell you, even with uh, Love Nation, which stands for Ladies of Virtuous Empowerment. And because it is a very sensitive organization. And what I mean by that, it's an organization that wants to heal the mindsets and the hearts of young ladies for a better life, for their true God-given destiny. That is what Love Nation is about. 
And sometimes cracking into the issues um, is the most sensitive part in someone's life. Meaning, um, why did I turn out this way? Why did does this hurt so bad? Why am I um, on drugs? Why am I hoeing around? Why am I uh, so insecure? Why am I obese? Why am I uh, too skinny? Why am I, why am I, why am I? So we crack into and we try to crack into the actual why and find the reason. And instead of just putting band-aids on it, we allow the Holy Spirit to take over and take control of those things um, because that's the true ointment. That's the only way to heal it. So when we think about, uh, you know, the Judases in our lives, sometimes we hold on to those people and we allow them to try to destroy us. We really do. We listen to, we listen to um, their lies. We listen to their insecure motives that tend to uh, jump on us. Like, say for instance, you and a friend are um, you. Okay, you're you're motivated and you're like, look, I want to start this business. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to open up a candy shop right in the heart of I don't know. Uh, let's say in the heart of D.C. You know, I want to bring something sweet in the heart of D.C. You know, and your friend, uh. I don't know. Why would you want to do that? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't da 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 da. Well, you don't have the money. You don't have the support. You don't have this. You don't have that. That instantly is someone that is talking down upon the vision that you've been given. Sometimes people may talk down upon it, down upon your vision, not necessarily to be the Judas person, but maybe they're scared for you because of their own insecurities. You see what I'm saying? So because of their own insecurities, they're casting their insecurity motives on top of you. And instead of saying, you know what, won't you research some things and see how you can go about it? I personally don't want you to go into something that will fail or I don't want you to get hurt in between it versus sharing those insecure feelings and letting you know the truth. They will cover it up with the insecure doubts and place them on top of you versus empowering you to say, you know what, go do it. But I encourage you to seek wisdom, to seek knowledge before you step out there and do it. That to me is coming from a pure heart. But then you have those Judas-like spirits that are like, "Mm, I don't think so, girl. You can't do it. But you don't know nothing about owning a business. How do you expect to do that? You don't have a support. You don't have customers. You don't have this. You don't have that. Girl, boo, won't you think about something else? We have those people in our lives. I don't know who's listening right now, but you think about those people in your lives. There was a story that I heard on, I actually read on uh, Instagram. Um, I think her name is Farah. She's a beautiful um, Indian woman. And uh, she shares her techniques with hair, with uh, skincare, um, different things like that. Growing your hair, uh, dandruff, just different things. Uh, women caring, um, self-care. And um, I think she's absolutely beautiful. She's married. And I think her and her husband have been married for 10 years. And she um, 
did not have any children by her husband. So in the Indian culture, you know, um, she would have people talking to her and putting her down, family members, aunts, um, when there would be a family function, why don't you have any children? Why, why are you not getting pregnant? And blah, 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 blah. And, and, and speaking negative on her. And I actually prayed for her. I prayed, God, open her womb. Allow her to be able to have a baby. Allow her to be able to have her desires. And that's just in scrolling past, you know, on your Instagram, just scrolling past and looking at things. God bless her. And allow her to overcome. And I was so happy when she announced that her and her husband was expecting a baby. And she is, oh my gosh, so beautiful. But anyhow, um, that right there, just maybe not in her culture. I don't know all the logistics about her culture. But I guess maybe the pressure of not being enough. And this is these words are coming from your aunts and your uncle, people who have your same bloodline, who people who are supposed to encourage you and empower you. There's always a way to say stuff and to the way to say stuff is in love, you know, but, but, but the way that she was taken, it was already prying on an insecure area of her life because she wanted to have kids. It wasn't like that they weren't trying or anything like that, but that's that was an insens- those were insensitive words that probably hearkened on her own personal insecurities. And because of that, that could have detoured her or placed her into depression, which she did share about that. It could place you into depression. So we take these things into our own life. You look at your own life right now and you think about the many people that you have around you. Who are the ones that encourage you versus the one that discourage you? Think about it. Even within, like I was saying, within Love Love Nation, I am very, uh, I've always been very private or I kept, I felt like I had to keep a hand on the young ladies that were involved. There was, and then when I opened the doors to um, have, um, you know, help I reached out and I, I need volunteers with this organization and I interviewed someone who was very adamant about it. And because she was so passionate about it, I said, yeah, I, I want that on my team. Plus, I want to alleviate some of of the um, of the pressure, you know, of holding these girls down and everything that they're going through. So when I brought her in, the intentions were there, but I started to see different things. And what I'm about to share is not to bring that person down if that person's listening, um, <laughs> but it's just to really shed light on it. Um, so I brought her in and we were getting ready for um, a pageant. And um, we used to do pageants yearly and different events that are encouraging and empowering events. So anyway, we brought her in and it was um, all smiles in my face, always wanting to be around me, wanting me to going with me to visit certain girls homes. There was girls that were in the shelter and we would go and bring food and clothing and empowering words to those girls um, that were in the shelter. And um, there was a comment that was said by her. I want to be just like you. This this woman who is my age and a little, maybe a little bit older. She said that to me and I said, no, you want to be the best you. You don't want to be 
like me. So that already lets me know that you are rocking with some insecurities that you don't even know your own identity. And I immediately turned that around and said, no, you want to be the best you. You don't want to be me because I already have that position. God already ordained me for my position and he's ordained you for yours, you know? And so we, we went on about our business, but then I started to like, uh, during practice, I brought in some other people to help do some modeling, um, techniques. And so we're working with the models and I could see that she was actually working with the poets and, um, the girls that, that were going to show cat, uh, show their uh their skills in poetry and um I had another lady that was helping with uh, modeling techniques so one girl was actually struggling with her turnaround with the with the the modeling part and so I stepped in because I'm going around to each section just to check on everybody and make sure that they're doing okay in their sections and so I go to to walk and I show her the example of how to turn around and um and I heard the new, the one that was, you know, uh, Sharon said that she wanted to be just like me. Um, she says, she starts to laugh. I was like, Shauna, you don't know what you're doing. And, uh, and then she turns to the girls that she's helping in her group. <laughs> Shauna don't know what she's doing. She thinks she know what she's doing, but she don't know what she's doing. And I turned around and I looked at her and my daughter says, oh, my mom used to model. She said, what? Girl, stop playing. And I said, no, I did. I used to model. I used to model in New York. I've been modeling since I was the age of five. I used to do that. I just, I don't do it as much. I sow my time into other things. And then she's like, oh, but her face was disgusted. Fast forwarding, um, I was going through a dry season And I was really like, God, I don't know what else to do with these young girls. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I need to know what to do. And I reached out to her because she was on my staff. And I said, hey, pray for me today because I kind of don't know what to do with Love Nation. I'm I'm almost at the point where I want to let it all go. And she says, go ahead and let it go. What friend will encourage you to get rid of something that is changing people's lives or that is aimed to change people's lives. If not anything, why not encourage me when I'm feeling down? That was not what she did. She said, go ahead and let it go. And at the same time that she did that, I lied to you not, I opened up my mail. My husband brought me my mail and someone sent me a letter that said, I'm watching you and I see the good that you are doing for these young ladies. And I want to bless you with $100 to keep going. See, that's our God. When we're seeking God and we're asking God and we're praying and different things like that, it may not come in the way that we think it should come. Like I thought that it should have came out of my so-called associate's mouth or the one that I had partnered with her mouth to encourage me, but it didn't. It discouraged me. She was then the Judas. You feel what I'm saying? She was then the Judas, yet the person that is not involved, the person that is in the distance, that is watching 
says, hey, I encourage you to be great. I know it may seem hard. I know it may da 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 Funds may not be coming in in the way that it should be. But hey, I want to bless you with $100. That right there was momentum. It wasn't a whole bunch of money, but when I tell you that it was a blessing that I could not stop crying, I was like, oh my God, you heard my cry. You heard my plea. That's our God. So in this season, I encourage you to find those people and I can go on and on and on and give you more, more examples. Um, but let's start at the very beginning. Let's do a, a couple of uh, episodes where we are actually finding those Judas-like people um, in your life. Because maybe some of them are disguised. Maybe, maybe you're so drowning into your own situations and your own self that, um, that you can't necessarily see it. Or maybe you don't want to see it. Mm, yeah, so I know that I've had friends that because I needed a friend, I didn't want to let that Judas go because I needed that companionship. Or, um, but when I prayed for, you know, God show me, mm, he showed me and I had to let go. So I want to help and encourage you in this new season Think about all the beauty of this spring season and think about how much God has clothed the earth with the beauty of this season and how he has clothed you for this season. In this season, for you to go to the next level and for you to become who you're supposed to become in this season, you need to do some pruning, sis. Get rid of those negative comments. As soon as they come to you, if they're fa- or their family uh, coming to you, oh, you, girl, you gaining too much weight. Oh, I'm working on it. Build up the confidence within yourself to shut it down where it's not entering your ear and piercing your heart. When it pierces your heart, it stops your feet. It stops your momentum. It stops you from going and conquering what you need to conquer in this season. So be careful of the Judas spirit. Be careful to not listen to the lips of those who speak with Judas-like speech. Dig down deep in your word. Listen to the voice of God and allow him to show you one by one. Or it may be a group of people and things in your life. Um... You know, maybe there's an addiction. We can turn that around and look at that to be, you know, a a Judas situation, a Judas substance that you need to get rid of, that we have to get rid of. Um, Personally, right now, I'm working on my weight. You know, I've, I've gained weight after having my baby, after having my baby. She's now two. And during quarantine, you know, we packed on those pounds. We were <laughs> making meals, uh, big meals for every little thing that we could because that was just the joy. You know, it was, it was fun. Um, I come from a, a, my my background is is food is is definitely um a time of celebration in my family and all the backgrounds of my, of my, um, inheritance. (laughs) So, um, I just want to encourage you, you know, you're not in this alone. Um, but I want to help. 
I want to help you and I want to help myself. And this is how we do it together, you know, by sharing light and shining light on the problems and healing from those situations. So I encourage you today to go and be the best you that you could possibly be. Smile, laugh, know that you have the joy that is everlasting. Know that the Lord is smiling upon you. His face is, is shining towards you. He wants the very best for you. And the thing about it is, is that you want the very best for yourself. So today in this new season, embrace it. I will be the best me that I can be. Embrace that today. Getting rid of those Judases in your life will be the best thing you could possibly do because God will restore. You think that it's going to be a lonely journey? Only for a moment. I'm going to be real with you. Only for a moment. But God will restore those empty uh, slots in your life with something that's positive, something that will empower you, something that will inspire you, something that will actually change your life and attach to you to, to help you become who you're supposed to be. So I encourage you, my sisters, and hopefully there's some brothers listening to this too. Be the best you that you could possibly be. And always, always, always allow love to lead you and allow love to guide you. And this is Love Nation, making his love contagious. If you have any questions or concerns or you just want to reach out to me, please do not hesitate to email me at lovenationforhim at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you. Please share me your situations of of the Judases in your life. And maybe you don't know how to get rid of them. I would would love to share it on the show. Please um, email me at lovenationforhim at gmail.com. You be a blessing. Love you. Bye.